You are listening to another Shear from the Amr Week program brought to you by the St. Louis Kailal. All right, for this week's Amr Week, we are starting on Lamed Aleph Amr Beis at Amar Mar. And we start now. We say, Amar Mar, Kashem Sha'in Poishin Mehen, Kach Ein Moisifin Elehin. So he saw this Bryce earlier on. Uh, says Mar that just like you can't subtract one of the minim from the arba minim in a lulav, uh, so too you cannot add an extra min. So you can't have three and you can't have five. You have to have four um, to be uh, to do the mitzvah in the right way. So the Gemara continues. It says Peshita, Of course you have to have four, or of course you have to. Um, of course you 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 can uh, you can't add one more. And the Gemara says the the reason why. We ha- we we need this price from Mar is to tell us Hoyo the Amar Rabbi Yehuda since Rabbi Yehuda says Ulav Serich Eged it's necessary that the Lulav is in a is is bound all the four species are bound the E Maisi Minach Rina High Lechudei Kai the High Lechudei Kai that if you were to bring an extra Min uh, it wouldn't be a problem because you have Lulav Serich Eged so you have the four species bound together as it needs to be, and then you have the apple or whatever else you would bring uh, as an extra species on the side. It would be Ha'i If one group is here, Ha'i and one group is there. Kamash Falan, the Gemara tells us Kamash Falan, no, we learn from this that the, the breast needed to speak out that you can't bring another species. Um, and uh, it, it's not so obvious that the apple or whatever other species you would bring would really be considered a different I guess, a different lehude, a different uh, kind of subsection, it would be considered as if you were adding an extra species, and therefore you would have five species, and it would be puzzle. So the Gemara had to teach us, you cannot bring more than the amount of four species. Amar Mar, lo matza esroig lo yavi lo rimoin velo parish velo davar acher. Another price tells us that... Um, if you can't find an esrog, say there's no esrogim available, don't bring a pomegranate, don't bring a parish, which is a kins, and don't bring any other thing in its stead. Peshitta, of course, says the Gemara, of course, we would think that you have to bring the esrog in order to be kosher uh, in your lulav. Uh, it, it says priyat hadar, Pesach says priyat hadar, therefore we know that that would mean that you would have to bring a, um, a esrog. Kamar continues, my Tema, no, it needed to speak this out. No, the Kamar has to tell us, Mahal um, Tema, you might have thought, that we might have thought that in order for us not to forget the laws of Esrog, it would be okay to bring a to bring a Rimon or to bring a Kins or to bring any other object in instead, instead of Esrog. Kamashwalan, no, the Kamar tells us no. Uh, it had to teach us this because the reason why the Brisa had to tell us that you can't bring any other species except for the Esrog uh, is to teach us that there are times that uh, one will come or a, a generation, a door will come to to destroy um, the idea of, uh, of, of what it means to bring an Esrog for, for species because maybe there would be... Um, Generations where there wouldn't be esrogim, and we would bring an apple instead. And then when the esrog comes back, um, you know, a person would say, "Hey, 
my, my father, my grandfather, we all brought apples, so it would be no problem bringing apples. No. So the Gemara has to tell us that don't bring any other species other than the Esrog so that we don't uh, come to destroy this mitzvah in this way, and we'll know that when there are Esrogim available, you bring the Esrog. Tashima. Come in here, there's another Brisa. Esrog, a Yashin Apostle. The Tanakama tells us that an old Esrog, which means, I believe this means a dried out Esrog, is going to be puzzle. Rabbi Yehuda Makshir. Rabbi Yehuda says that it's that it's kosher to bring such an esrog. So this is says the Gemara to Yufta Derava to Yufta. So we see uh, we saw in Lamed Aleph Amid Aleph that Rava told us that everyone holds even Rabbi Yehuda would hold that by the esrog everyone would hold by Hadar. But here we see that there's a brisa a stam brisa that tells us or it's just a, a, a straight out brisa that tells us that an old esrog. Rabbi Yehuda would say it's makshir, so it must be that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold by Hadar, by Esrog, and therefore it's a tzif to the Rava who said earlier that everyone holds, including Rabbi Yehuda, that an Esrog has to be Hadar. Kamar continues and says, oh boy, Hadar, is it really so that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold by Hadar, by the Esrog? Baha, Anantanan, we see in the Mishnah, Hayayre Kekarti, when you have an Esrog that's green like a leek, Rabbi Meir Makshir, Rabbi Yehuda Apostle. We see that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a, a green Esrog, which is seemingly not such a hard, a hadar, a beautiful esrog. It's puzzle. So lav mishum the boy hadar is it not because is it the reason that Rabbi Huda holds puzzle is it not because Rabbi Huda holds uh, that that uh, esrog has to be hadar? Lo, the Gemara says us no. Mishum lo gam gamar pira. The reason why Rabbi Huda holds that a a green esrog is puzzle is not because uh, the esrog has to be. Hadar, but it's but instead it's possible because it's not yet a full fruit. Gamar pira, it's not yet a full fruit. Tashima, come in here. Another brisa, sheer esrog katan. When you have the, I mean, what is the measurement of a small esrog? Rabbi Meir Oimer Keegoi, Rabbi Meir says it's the size of a nut, of a walnut. Rabbi Huda Oimer Kebeza, Rabbi Huda says it's the size of an egg. So Rehuda says it has to be bigger than than uh, a walnut, which is much smaller. So la mishum deboy hadar is it not that Rabbi Yehuda holds that the minimum size of an esrog is the size of an egg because he holds that an esrog has to be hadar, has to be beautiful? Gemara says loy mishum de lo gamar pira. Again, we see that Rabbi Yehuda, the reason why he holds that the minimum shear, the minimum size of an esrog, has to be the size of an egg, is not because it has to be hadar, but instead because before that size. Before the esrog becomes that size, it's not yet a full fruit. Gemara Piria. Right. Gemara continues and it says Tashma. We see a brisa. We have a gadol kedei shiachas shnei biyado achas divir Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda tells us that the that the maximum size of an esrog is one that can grab two esrogim in one hand. So you can imagine how big that needs to be. Rabbi Yosei Mer Afilo Echad B'Shtei Yadid. Rabbi Yosei, on the other hand, holds that uh, even if you even one esrog that's held in both hands is a maximum share. So you can imagine that that's a much bigger size. So my time. So what's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda to hold that the maximum size is if you can hold two esrog in one hand? La Mishum the boy Hadar. Is it not because he holds that that size esrog, which is fitting two in one hand? That is the size of a of a beautiful esrog. Loy, the Gemara says no. That's not so. The reason is Kavan, since the Amar Raba, since Raba tells us lulav b'yamin the esrog b'smol zimnim de machlafile. 
ואסי לאף וחינהו ואסי אולו לאיפסולי. So there's a lot there. Uh, we'll go back and we'll, we'll translate. Rabba tells us that a lulav that is in the right hand and the esrog that is in the left hand, at times you may switch them. I think Rashi tells us the case would be if you want to switch um, and give your esrog and lulav to another person, you, you want to switch them. Va'asi lapuch inhu. And you'll come to switch them. Va'asi le'if soli. And you might come... Meaning, I think here, actually, instead of switching to another person, I think you're switching it from your left to your right hand. And in that process, you might come to accidentally drop the esrog, and it might become puzzle. It might get a, a, a bruise on it, it might become puzzle. So that's so the reason the Rabbi Huda holds that you can't have an esrog that's bigger than two in one hand is not because he holds that an esrog has to be beautiful. Instead, it's because we want to make sure that a person would never drop their esrog. Uh, now we have one more kasha on Rabbi Yehuda potentially saying, is it really so that he doesn't hold by Hadar by Esrog? Belal Rabbi Yehuda, ha kasif Hadar. Hadar. So it says in the Pasuk, Priyetanar, a fruit of a beautiful tree. It says right in the Pasuk, Hadar. So how can we ever say that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold by Hadar for an Esrog? So who Hadar? So we say that, no, really, the way that Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda reads the Pasuk, it's not Hadar, beautiful, rather it's Hador. Hador meaning that it dwells. Hador be'ilano mishana lashana. That, the, that, that really, Pasuk saying, is that an esrog is a fruit that dwells on a tree from year to year. So the esrog is a very special fruit that it doesn't just necessarily come off the tree each season, but esrog from previous seasons uh, will still be on the tree. And that special quality, the Pasuk is telling us, that's what an esrog is. It has nothing to do with beautiful, with, with anything having to do with beautiful. That's how Rabbi Yehuda drushes the Pasuk. And therefore, we don't have to worry about Hadar from the Pasuk, because it's, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Hador, which is to dwell. Now the Gemara goes to the next part of the Mishnah. We see that an esrog of an Asherah, which is an Avodazar tree, uh, or from a t- uh, city which the majority of the inhabitants uh, practice Vodazara. Um, the Gemara, the mission tells us that uh, Esrog from such a city or place would be puzzle. So the Gemara says, V'shei Asher, puzzle. Is it really so that an Asher, uh, that a, is it really so that a an Esrog from Asher tree is puzzle? Ha'amar, Rava, for we see a Maimar from Rava, Lulav Shel Vodazara, Lo Yitol, Vim Nato Kasher. Rava tells us that if you have a Lulav, um, from, uh, of a Vodazara, you shouldn't take it. But if you do take it, it's kasher. So we see, it sounds like from our Mishnah, we're saying very clearly that it's Pasumi de Raisa. But here, the statement of Rava, it sounds like it is Pasumi de Rabbanan. So the way that we answer is Hacha in our Mishnah, Besher de Moshe Askinan. This is a, talking about an Asher tree in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. We see that according to the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Shira trees of that time um, were Dafka puzzle because they were really meant to be burned or, or cut up completely, the Kususe Mixas, which means to be cut up in small pieces, and that's the Shiura, the, the size that therefore isn't the minimum size any longer. Of a kosher uh, esrog, 
I'm sorry, we might be talking about, sorry, here we're talking about a lulav. So it's, it, it wouldn't be the kosher size of a lulav. It would not be the, the fourth fucking that it's necessary to be a kosher lulav because it would be the chususe mirsas, which is cut up in little pieces, and therefore it would be paso outright. Gemara says is dekonami. Well, this is also mefarish. It's, it's, it's explicit in the, in the mission itself. Tekatani, meaning what's explicit in the mission itself? It's explicit in the mission itself that it's that we're talking about this type of asherah, which is going to be an asherah that is meant to be cut up in small pieces, and it'll be puzzle outright. Dekanami dekatani that teaches outright. Dumia the ear nidachas shemamina. We learn the fact that the Mishnah puts um, is, the the concept of asherah is is soimich is right next to the concept of ear nidachas, and we know ear nidachas that any type of tree or plant that comes from a city of where the majority of people um, practice Vodazara, that also is Puzzle outright. So see from Mishnah, we must be talking about Asherah in the same manner. The Gemara continues with the Mishnah uh, Niktam Rosho, that if the top of the Lulav is cut off, it will be Puzzle. So we say, Amar Rav Huna Loshana Ela Niktam Aval Nista Kasher. Rav Huna qualifies um, our Mishnah first and tells us that it's only talking about if the lulav is cut off from top. But if it's nistak, if it's split, then it's going to be kosher. Gemara asks, the nistak kosher? Is it really so that a split lulav would be kosher? For Tanya, we see in a brisa, it, it says something different. Lulav kafuf, if you have a lulav that is bent, uh, or koivates, or if it has, if it's very spiny on top, sadok, which is the same word as we saw before, if it is split, or akum dumia lamagel, or if it's bent like a magel, like a sickle, all these categories are puzzle. The lulav will be puzzle. So right there is our kasha from our mishnah, because in the mishnah it says that the nistak is going to be kasher, because it's not niktam rosho, it's not cut, it's split. But this brisa clearly says that sadok, which is nistak, which is split, over here in the brisa it will be puzzle. The, the brisa continues, um, just to finish off the entire brisa. Harus puzzle if it's um, if it's hardened, if the lulav is hardened, meaning it stays on the branch too long and it becomes hard, that's also puzzle. Doing lacharus kasher, but if it's getting hard, but it's not hard just yet, it'll be a kasher lulav. Okay, and now Rav Papa comes. I'm a Rav Papa. Rav Papa comes to resolve our um, our kasha between the mission and the brisa. I'm a Rav Papa. The avid kehemnek. Rav Papa says that the the saduk, the the split, which is pasu and abraisa, is talking in the case where it's made the avid, where it's made kehemnek. It's made like a, I think it's like a compass. Hemnek really means that it grew, split, meaning from its birth it came into it 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 grew in two pieces. Unlike nistak in our coming from our mishnah, the duke from our mishnah, it's talking about a case where it becomes split. Uh, you know, because someone accidentally splits it, but Rav Papa tells us that the that the the saduk, which is talking about in the brisa where it's puzzle, is a case where the lulav actually grows split, and that's when it'll be puzzle. And I believe that's where we stop for today. Thank you very much.